With the Explorer Meta Game Breakdown. Duh, duh, duh. Pay attention. This time, we're going to go over the multicolored decks. Uh, what's exciting about the multicolored decks, which you, we did not see in the monocolored decks, is with the monocolors, there really is kind of like just one way to play it. <laughs> mono green is mono green devotion. There's no like other mono green deck. You, no, that, mono blue, you have to play spirits. It's, it's mono blue is spirits. Mono white, you have to play humans. Like that. That's just how it is with mono decks. However, once you bump it up into two colors, uh, you have options with decks actually, which is kind of cool. Uh, and it's it's it it's kind of one of the reasons that we suggest like, hey, your first rares, you're on arena. Go out and invest in those multicolored lands. Part of the reason for that is that it opens up your options immensely. Because even though these rare counts are going to be higher, I guess what like I should do is like, hey, you take out the lands from that, and look, now you only need this many lands. And if you compare that to the monocolored decks, I think it's going to be a lot less. Yeah, uh, and like, you'd think that it'd be like... Oh, the three colored ones opposed to the two colored ones require a ton more rare lands, but that's kind of not true. Because it's like, about you, the same, yeah, it kind of ends up same. being about the same. Because if you're playing like Bant something, or like if you're playing three colors, also usually like one of them is a splash color anyway. But like you're not playing twelve shock lands. You're not right. That's not. You're just not doing that. So right. you have some combination of a bunch of those. of a bunch of those, maybe like eight shock lands or something. I mean, now the other lands you're supplementing that with are also probably rare, but um, yeah, there's a lot that are kind of like there's good ones, but there's a bunch of them that are like as long as they end the battlefield untapped consistently, it kind of doesn't matter. Like, yeah. so the problem with the multi, the matches. like the higher than two colored is that like. There's probably no basics at all in your decks anymore. Once you right, get the three colors in Pioneer, you can't even run basics. It's like, okay, that's not an option. Yeah, you you should. You, in my experience, I like. I feel like you should run like one of each, just in case you get like Field of Ruined or something. Like, yeah, you don't get Field of Ruined too much in the format, though. and even if you do, it sometimes it's not like the most punishing thing ever. Like, yeah, they kill the land, like big whoop. Right. I've, I've, I've won without a land before. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Let's, I'm going to give you a couple options here. We have the Rakdos combo, the Azorius combination, the Izzet combination, uh, and the Boros combination. Each of those has two different archetypes that you can play. Which would you say has the most? Rank those five with most to least rares. Okay, say, say the options again. So we got Rakdos, mm -hmm. black, red, Azorius, blue, white, Izzet, red, blue, and Boros, red, white. Hmm. Rakdos, Azorius, Izzet, Boros. Those are the those are the four. Yeah. Um. Man, I did, Rakdos is so good, it feels like that one's the most. You say Rakdos so is the most? I'm going to say Rakdos yeah. is the most. Um, then, 
Then it moves oh, do you want me to tell you all the archetypes too? Nah, we're just gonna, we're okay. just gonna go raw. Um, and I think I think I have a a good idea of the archetypes anyway. Okay. Then I think yeah. I think the next most is Azorius. Okay. Then um, is it then Boros? Okay. You didn't sue so hot this time. <laughs> you did not so hot this time. Not so hot this time. Uh, so the most is going to go to Azorius, actually. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, a fair amount, surprisingly. I mean, like I'm like really shocked, actually. It's all the planeswalkers. Uh, yeah, planeswalkers. The land base, I guess, has even more rares. Somehow, it manages. Uh, what's exciting about Azorius is that there's technically three completely different archetypes. Mm. Uh, one we had mentioned in the last episode, a spirits is in there. Spirits. Um, which if you take out all the lands kind of is like, unfortunately you also need these spirit creatures, which we all know are rares. So we had mentioned there's, yeah, 50 rares in that deck. I mean, a crazy amount. Uh, Azorius field is brand new to explore. It's an unbelievably good deck. Um, it needs 47 rares and 12 mythics. So it's also really high on mythics. One of the highest on mythics Gross. in the format. And that's Is it Azorius Field? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, what's the, it's the what's one the... that plays Lotus Field, and then they play Discontinuity to either oh, ramp yeah. for three. Yeah, yeah and yeah, then once yeah. they have that in play, they just cast big old spells like Farewell really early. Lotus Field combo, yeah. That way. Yeah, it's not Lotus Field combo, necessarily, because that's a different thing entirely that's not yet an Explorer that is in Pioneer. It's in Pioneer, yeah, but I, whenever I feel Lotus, see Lotus Field shenanigans, I'm just like, Lotus Field combo, bam! The yeah. thing is that this one like very much plays as a control deck. The, the, uh, yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. point of like the field is just that they ramp to five on yeah, turn two. Strict Proctor nonsense. Strict Proctor just, is just, so good. Just bodying my spirit stack <laughs> yeah. out of nowhere. Just, just disrespectfully, as just like a game piece in their own plan, they come pre-sideboarded for my whole stick. I'm just like, it really fuck, is I'll well just, positioned. Yeah. I'm just like, all right, I guess I'll leave. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, it really is just like just unbelievable. Respect. What was the one that I had just built that I was like shocked? I was like, "Oh yeah, this does." Oh, I had a Dragon Spark deck which used a Dragon Spark Reactor, which needs artifacts to enter, and like that somehow was like, "Oh, that also does." It. It's not just creatures; it's everything. It's just and I was everything. like, "What? This is just like I can't function." Oh man, that was funny. Yeah, so that deck needs a lot of mythics. Azorius Control in its own right, even just the base. Uh, which is the typical you think of with counterspells yeah, and Planeswalkers, that still needs 39 rares and 8 mythics, so still pretty mythic heavy, because the Planeswalkers are all mythics, and you need them. You need the Wandering Emperor, you need the Teferi. And it's like, draw spells are also rare. <laughs> it's it's Memory Deluge. Uh, memory Deluge, yeah. Uh, you need the Sweepers, you need the Supreme Verdicts, you need the Farewell. Uh, you need yeah. the removal spells it plays in the March of Otherworldly Lights. The temporary lockdown's really important in the meta right yep. now. It just feels like it's only stuff. like Dovin's Veto and Narset. Those are the only two uncommons. Uncommons, and, yeah, yeah, basically. Impulse, I guess, is common or whatever. But yeah, it it just feels like Azorius Control just is just like, what are all the good rares? Yeah, you need to play them. Planeswalkers and board waves. 
Yeah, so that's like Azorius Control is the least amount, and that's still 39 rares required. If you take out the lands, let's see, land wise, we're talking in 4, 8, uh, 12, 14, 17, 18, 22. So most of them are still, are like 20 lands are rare. Like they, you, yeah. they, they, they play a couple basics. So is they, they don't play like, like Fatal Push as as removal yeah. they play like farewell and supreme verdict so, yeah so they have a lot of come into play tapped lands uh they put like mm-hmm. the irrigated farmlands here because they can afford to to play some things on turn one tapped it doesn't really matter for them mm. they play yeah they play like the the later ones yeah and, and also well the the strict proctor stuff sometimes help oh no it doesn't help with the irrigated farmlands but anyway uh um, like also a lot a lot of their cards are multicolored so they like want every single one of their lands unless it's like it's gonna make a creature every turn like with castle right. mail to be both colors right uh second most uh unfortunately is the one that you had placed as the least uh boros boros needs a surprising amount of rare what is uh, uh what's going on there What's going on there is there's two decks that Boros has. Uh, they're Convoke, and there's the new Pia Exile deck. Yeah, I ha- I wasn't thinking about the Pia uh, Nalar deck. Yeah, the Pia Nalar deck needs quite a bit of rares. It needs 41 rares. The Boros Convoke deck, not too much less, still needs 36 rares, however. So they're still pretty rare heavy. Of course, I mean, they play the full on. They like barely play any basics just to play like rare lands. Like they'll play like man lands in there just to shove them in. Like they don't need a lot of mana, but they play. So they play all the rare lands just to do it. (laughs) But they don't, they don't play any tap lands. Like, no, no, no. They don't play any tap lands. Only things that come in untapped. Yep. They Uh, they, play mana confluence. They play exactly, yeah. They go so hard in Boros to play Manica, just like because they need yes, both like, a red pip and a white pip available on turn one. They like need mm. both available on turn yeah. one. So yeah, they go super hard on lands like that. And then uh, you have all the Convoke cards are all rares. And then in the terms of uh, Pia, which is surprising because Pia doesn't need a whole lot. She is herself a rare, which is unfortunate. But like. Most of the things you surround her with is like the two mana exile the top two cards and play them, which are commons. The Ren's This one feels the, like it's all the lands. Like uh, I'm looking at a list now, and other than like two mountains, like they're all rares in the land 20. base. Yeah, there's, which so if you cut out like twenty though, rares. Yeah, we're still talking twenty rares though, because there, there's some important ones. I mean, I guess the the convoke list actually kind of not right. The convoke list, other than the eight convokers, most things are commons, uncommons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess same thing in Pia, honestly. So it's a surprise that they are the second most. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it, it. I guess as I'll say, combined, uh, maybe so. Rakdos is the next one down. And it's because of Sacrifice. <laughs> so Rakdos, there's two uh, archetypes. Sacrifice and Midrange. Midrange was... does have the second most below all the Azorius ones. 
it still needs 47 rares and seven mythics. So it yeah, mid range needs a lot. However, sacrifice does not. Sacrifice only has 31 rares and three mythics, and those mythics are in the sideboard, so you don't even really yep. need them. A lot of those combo pieces are uncommon and stuff. Yeah, or the Mayhem Devils, the, the Witch's Cauldron, the yeah. the Cat, the Unlucky Witnesses, all the kill spells, the Fatal Pushes. Like, that was all basically a standard deck, by the way. That that yeah. literally just was standard, but it's good enough <laughs> for Explorer like to be a tier deck. It was insane, like as, yeah. as a standard deck. Yeah, but most of that I, I can is buy, I can buy the sacrifice. I, I think I was thinking like yeah. uh, uh, the more yeah. Besides besides the lands, I mean, we're talking like yeah. You probably need the fable of the mirror breakers. It's a pretty good card uh, in rare, and then uh, that's that, that's kind of it. Besides the lands, it's like and then like some people like Croxa, uh, but that's a mythic, which like kind of helps you out at that point because if we're talking if you're in the 30 rare range it's like yeah throw in a couple mythics please i know yeah so, sometimes i'm scratched around like is there a mythic that approximates what this rare is doing <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> i could either use it or craft it it's, it's yeah uh, very interesting that way. and then that leaves the least is is it is it does okay. not need that many uh besides the the mana base so the two archetypes are is it drakes and is it phoenix and then if you want to add in a third, which you definitely could, you can play the Is It version of Creativity. Ooh, yeah. Uh, the Is It version of Creativity plays a lot different than the uh, combo version, uh, where they play the Torrential Gear Hulk as their top end with the... Yep. Uh, magnum Opus or whatever. Yeah, with the Magnum Opus, which... So there, there's a lot more mythics in that version because you need... Uh, the creativity, which is a mythic already, and then the magma opus is also a mythic. So you need mm -hmm. all eight of those mythics. As a gear uh, thirty-eight rares for the creativity list, while Drake's only thirty-two and Phoenix only twenty-six, and that's because the Phoenixes are mythic themselves. So uh, the mythic yeah. count for Phoenix goes up a bit, but only to five because they just play the Phoenix. <laughs> Basically, Phoenix. that's the yeah. mythic. Man, like. So I, I hear that I'm like, oh, okay, budget go for is it? But yeah. like, yeah, and don't you don't you feel like sometimes? Although if you want to add a third color, it's good. It's you like feel like is it is like the most two color version of that. Like it's kind of hard to add another you know, color. Surprisingly, not right because four of those rares are Fable of the Mirror Breaker. That is in like literally all the decks. Mm-hmm. So that's already like build, you know, craft four fable if you haven't already for explorer. You have you have to craft four of that card, uh, and that goes in all the Rakdos decks, all the Izzet decks, and if you're playing Gruul, it goes that's in true. there. All the creativity versions, they all yeah. play four fable. I guess I was thinking like if you're playing black, you're like, well, I have to thought like thought sees is too good to not craft. Yep. Yeah, Fatal push or cut down is like really good. Then like shouldreds are really good, and you're just like, oh wait, I'm just I'm just crafting like fifteen rares in black, right? Yeah, you're like <laughs> locked in. Yeah, no, for for is it? It really just comes down to the the mana. Everything mm -hmm. else is is pretty easy to play with. I mean, if you take out the mana base, we're talking like for Drakes, for instance, we're talking just Fable. <laughs> it's the only rare mm. not. That's that's not in the mana base. It's the only rare. It's just yeah. a bunch of spells. 
Yeah, and if, yeah, it feels like that's the way to go. And if oh, oh, also Ledger Shredder. Okay, sorry that that and that one is important. Wow, oh, forget yeah, it. Le- I'm out. Ledger Shredder is important, uh, both in Phoenix and in Drake. Uh, the the difference between Phoenix and Drake is if you want to go, uh, you know, care about your graveyard, then play mm-hmm. Phoenix, and if you don't, play Drake. <laughs> yeah, Phoenix feels more like like a comboy style deck yeah yeah crackling drake is more of a controlling deck and and Mm -hmm. phoenix is more of a combo yep yeah that's that's kind of how it is phoenix you'll see maybe some more uh, thing in the ice is is commonly played because you're trying Mm -hmm. to definitely cast more spells um but that's kind of nice though like talk about flexing play styles like you can kind of like have the same core just be like well i'm just gonna make two is it decks for explorer and then one's gonna be like combo e if like no one's playing graveyard hate yeah the only only downside of these decks as well unfortunately for explorer as it goes right now there is no treasure cruise which for the isaac archetype is extremely important it's like what makes it a viable competitive pioneer deck for instance and it's not an explorer once they do print that is it will like get a humongous bump that's very true. Yeah. 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 Treasure Cruise is good. Yeah. That, for like a couple months and, it, and it's got to be banned. But yeah. <laughs> then they're going to ban it. Yeah. They're, they're once it's it's true. It's like once it's on Arena, that's when they're going to ban it. Right now it's fine. It's like people are like, oh, whatever. It's only in Pioneer. Yeah. Exactly. And they and, might, they will have to at least ban it for like best of one, right? Like best of one is such a thing. I know. I hate, I also, I don't play best of one if that is any indication like I indication just, I yeah best of three is kind of where it's at I, I play best of one in historic mostly because i don't take those games seriously because i have just yeah like, yeah those are fun yeah, yeah and i'm just yeah. like i just want to play three games and it's like cool and then yeah <laughs> and I, like, turn it I, off. I agree with that if it was a format that i was like whatever yeah I'd, yeah I would, like standard i would try best of one first just because like yeah i, I need yeah to if you do first. yeah if you're not taking it too seriously it's fun but yeah exactly yeah. when i'm trying to like get my rank up best of three is best of three it, always uh, so the other couple archetypes, if you wanted to play some other colors, uh, in Gruul, you have to play the boats. It's kind of the only Gruul deck right now. 51 rares, three mythics, so a lot. I mean, you are, <laughs> that deck is, that deck is loaded with rare, uh, because you have to play like rare spells, rare, you know, you have to play all the chariots, which are rare. You just like, everything is rare, unfortunately. Yeah, now all like the creatures horror. are rare. You have to play the Bone Crusher Giants. You have to play the Lovestruck Beast, the Storm Seekers, just the Real everything. Seekers. All rare. It, all rare. If yeah, like the, these kinds of decks are like they these are the ones that reward players who like I like this style of play, so I'm going to build a deck that fits this style, or just people who've been around the game for a long time is then you're just like oh I forgot I drafted a ton of this set. I have like yeah. two of these already crafted. Just because it was a good limited card. Yeah, sure. And then uh, and you only have to waste two wild cards on it. Uh, Green-white, uh, mostly known for angels. Also, 56 rares in four mythics. I mean, that is all rares. So, like, and that's basically mono-white. It's basically mono-white with code. Except, except it doesn't cross over at all with mono-white. It's because it, like, it's just angels. You're not running any of the humans that you if you built mono mm-hmm. right it's like all yeah. angels it's angels. Run actually angels. just angels yeah but yeah it's like it's celestia because it's like yeah because it runs white cocoa, with cocoa yeah. white with I, cocoa I, yeah it's that like is the best cocoa deck there is for sure by the way oh, um yeah it's like the best yeah creature deck 
Uh, surprisingly, three colors, and yet 43 rares. Not too bad. Grease Fang. Grease Fang. So this is where you were saying, like, you'd be surprised. Going up to three colors, and yet, land-wise, we're not, like, going... kind of good, yeah. Yeah, it's not, like, that hard, really. Unfortunately, Grease Fang is one of those decks where it's, like, it's Grease Fang or, or Bust. Like, you don't need it for... Like, maybe the Seekers Chariot's going going other places yeah it, yeah you're you're just doing the grease thing grease thing. Yeah, you also thought sees though also thought i mean black yeah the, the black cards are just good the yep. black cards are just good and like the um a lot of the the vehicles you like uh, i mean not parhelion too but the other ones yeah, you could probably too, use another guy sovereign and, and chariot yeah you could play in a, in a lot of places mm-hmm yep um but uh yeah grease fang you're just trying to do grease fang things and then that's it yeah, that's the most annoying deck, best of one ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to rank up quick, <laughs> yeah. There's so many games where I'm just like, oh, we play Grease Fight. Okay, games <laughs> over. Yes. Like, did uh, you get it? Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, as you would expect, uh, the number one most rares in a deck in Explorer: five color fires. <laughs> just... <laughs> yes, rares. Just all. Yeah. There's no basics at all. Uh, it's all rare lands. It's they need every color represented. Every, they run a million enchantments because they're a fires enigmatic oh deck, and then all yeah. their creatures are all rares because it's just a big toolbox of rares. I will say the one like funny thing about it is that like it might be one of the easiest ones to make if you have the land uh, base, just because like you only need one of every card. So if you did like a lot yeah. of drafting and ended up with like most of the list of rares, it oh, like, right. could yeah. be one that's easy. It's like weirdly fine. <laughs> and like, look, other than like, there's a couple that you really need, like Kenrith and then Atraxa. Yeah, you need but like, hey, Cavalier of Dawn, that's there to kill something. If you can find something that kills something, yeah, most fine. run, yeah, for the kill something, most run the Tulsimir, the Friend of Wolves. That one I see in every list. Yeah. And then I and, usually always uh, see the um, the elemental guy with the mythic. What's, what's his name? The Titan of Industry. Titan of Industry. Yeah, that one's, and that one, that one's like super every time strong. I see it. Yeah. I, I can't strong. beat that card. <laughs> I, no matter what version there's they always have agent of treachery for me and i always have one card that could beat them and then there's like agent treachery uh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, see uh, first for me it's always the titan beats me more than the agent mm-hmm. does and and the reason for those seven drops by the way is because they always play leyline binding which is the easiest thing for them to sack and then yeah, they get a yeah. seven drop it's so the ones where you just combo. yeah you get all the triomes and Shocklands and stuff. Easy. See, that deck's really good in Explorer, but it is the hardest to build. I mean, like you, you got to know if you're if you want to build five color, you're doing that. Yeah, yeah. But there is a variant because you could go like the Elemental style, which is a lot different. If you go like the Omnath route, yeah, you're kind of using the engine more valuey than yeah. like. But it's a- it's a different combo. deck, Elementals. It's not as good, too. It's not nearly as much in the, in the meta. Yeah. But it's there is an Elementals version. Yeah. yeah. This deck is just, yeah, it's it's just rare soup. The list I'm looking at, it's like four of all the good enchantments, like Enigmatic Incarnation, Fire's Invention, Fable, 
Touch the Spirit yeah. Realm, Leyland Binding, and then everything else is a one-off, basically. <laughs> That's essentially it, yeah. And then you're just like, all right, I have these four, these 20 cards that are my engine, and then everything else is a toolbox. Yeah. <laughs> then I just win the game. But yeah, I'd, I'd say, like, my conclusion with this is, is basically just to say, like, if you wanted to go that, I would recommend, you know, if you're a Rakdos player, you have mid-range and sacrifice both in there with the lands. Yeah. If you're an Azorius player... Build all those lands. You got three decks to choose from, and and they play very differently too. You have the spirits, which is an aggro deck, and you have a control deck. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool that you there's two different realms oh, yeah. of Azorius there. Is it plays very much the same, but you have a, a Drake's version, a Phoenix version, and then you have a combo version and creativity. Kind of cool there. So I like I like the is it path as well, and then Boros is is two different aggro. I mean, the exile deck isn't really an aggro deck. It's actually more of a mid-range deck. Yeah, a, a lot of these decks kind of turn into mid-range decks. Yeah. But I, I think it's... What's interesting is after going through all the monocolor decks and then seeing all these, I think it's actually better for you to start building the multicolors than it is the monocolors, surprisingly. Even though yeah. mono red was like the easiest to build at the lowest count, like you can start there. Yeah, but if you just it's, build the mana bases for some, like one of these two color combos, there's you're a lot different. further on. Yeah, yeah, like the the Nixos kind of ruins it for everybody yeah. because you want to be like, oh, well, I'll just play mono blue spirits, or maybe, maybe mono blue spirits is kind of a bad example, but like, it, like the green cards don't appear in Gruel. Like the mono green cards just yeah. like don't appear in like Gruel or like green black or whatever they just it just doesn't appear probably the most overlap is like black and other colors because probably like black the, yeah the, the one drop and red and red because of the spells and fable <laughs> yeah spells fable and like uh bone crusher and everything yeah bone uh, crusher, but yeah like exactly. the lands just don't translate like you don't need four den of the bugbears and any or multicolor deck ever, but like you need it in the monocolor. So that's I just mean, like another sad part is too. We did not name all the color combos. There's a lot of color combos where those lands yeah. like are useless right now. Uh, green, blue, useless combo right now. Yeah. Uh, white and black, useless combo. There's no Orzhov decks right now. No Orzhov decks. Uh, there is some Golgari decks. There's uh, the Elves deck. Yeah, is actually pretty sweet. That's because uh, they just got collected company in the format now. So now with that um, collected company, and then that's actually a pretty good deck. It's a it's a turbo elves is, is actually. I'd be mm-hmm. surprised if it come back more. Um, also with mono red, we didn't even go over some of the ways you can go. You can go goblins is another tribe. Goblins is fun. Goblins is fun, but you have to go all full full in on goblins. You do, yeah, exactly. You just have to. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go full um, on goblins. Demir, I have a Demir Rogues deck, which is pretty fun. Always to bring it out. Yeah, Demir's around, and there's a Demir control list too that you mm-hmm. can play. That's not terrible. Yeah, and it's 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 a lot of it is just like the good mono blue and good mono black cards. Just yeah, like, yeah, like those overlap together. with a lot of different ones, right? Yeah, you, you're definitely playing mm-hmm. all the Thoughtseize these fatal pushes, as well as you're playing all the Ledger Memory Shredder and, and the Ledger like, Shredders. Yeah, and everything. Yeah, so all kind of comp- comp- combines sure, back in. But yeah, so I think it's like generally to me better to start building multicolored than it is even just yeah. focus on the monocolors, honestly. And if you had like a color to start with, 
do you have a color that you'd recommend just to be like, Hey, if you have 10 wild cards and you like are good with some of the lands, like maybe like you just like, okay, but I want, I, want I think uh, surprisingly I'd go. Is it? Is it only because I think you don't have to go. So like you almost don't need all the rare lands and mm-hmm. all of the spells you're playing are commons that keep you in the game. Like you will play the most actual games of magic with is it because you have actual answers in your deck yeah, that's true. <laughs> you have counter spells for the decks that do that and you have removal for the turn one elf yeah. because you ha- you're playing the red so like i feel like it's the best color like where you'll actually play the game that's a good one i i think i think the black cards are almost like lands and how stapley they are like thought season fatal push and shoulder red are just like every deck that plays black is going to play those cards. Like, yeah, that's that's the other good one. Is probably is black red. Yeah, because again, yeah. you're still playing that red removal base, and then mm-hmm. you're playing discard instead of counter spells, which right. might even be, be way more beneficial for you, honestly. <laughs> yeah, so it feels really good to turn one thought sees and just be like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I took their one thing. Now, I need yeah, to I know what to look for. I know what to play this game immediately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely it, those yeah. two combos. I wouldn't go the control route in Azorius or the yeah. The Boros decks are a little untested and and they don't they're not even fully developed in Explorer yet, honestly. That's true. Yeah, so, like you said, that that Pia deck feels pretty new. It is brand new, yeah, and and it doesn't even have all the cards it needs on Arena. Unfortunately, it's missing some key cards from Pioneer, like the Chain to the Rocks isn't there. Mm-hmm. A really good white red removal card it's like yeah. the best boros removal card in the game it's actual swords to plowshares but yeah for one mana in that color combo and can only be played in that color combo yeah uh, but yeah that was a it's a good deep dive down into the explorer meta game i hope you have enjoyed that kind of uh interesting take looking into these decks because we mostly focused on just how hard is it to build these and I think that that's not a take that you'll get everywhere. Yeah, and we we were talking about something where like some of the decks were like, oh, it's like it's like thirty seven rares to build this deck, and then it was like sixty. You need sixty rares. <laughs> it was the most. Yeah, we went from the least being mono red at sixteen to the most being sixty one for five color. But most are sitting around in that thirty rare range. Yeah, which if you if you cost average that. Well, you divide that by so thirty divided by four, seven and a half times ten. So seventy-five dollars for any given explorer deck, mm-hmm. which is pretty. Feels bad, but that's like Hurts way better than for a digital. <laughs> yeah, that's so that's so much cheaper than in paper. I know. I'm thinking like a standard deck is like a thousand dollars or whatever. I bet that it's makes like, sense, right? Because th- I mean, they're pricing a rare at two fifty yeah. a rare. Meanwhile, Fables, $25. Like, yeah, Shoulder so, yeah. 70 <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, so yeah, so that's why it's it's so ridiculously yeah, cheap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Feels good if you only play Arena. Um, yeah. If you're going to pay for it, yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, you All know right. you're going to do it. That'll wrap us up for uh, Magic this week. Uh, we'll catch you on later in the week for some D&D reviews. Woo. Party! Ah! Party on.